Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Genesis chapter 35. Then God said to Jacob, Go up to Bethel and settle there, and build an altar there to God who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and all who were with him, Get rid of the foreign gods you have with you, and purify yourselves, and change your clothes. Then come, let us go up to Bethel, where I will build an altar to God, who answered me in the days of my distress, and who has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods they had, and the rings in their ears, and Jacob buried them under the oak at Shechem. Then they set out, and the terror of God fell on the towns all around them, so that no one pursued them. Jacob and all the people with him came to Luz, that is Bethel, in the land of Canaan. There he built an altar, and he called the place El Bethel, because it was there God had revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak outside of Bethel. So it was named Alon Bakuth. After Jacob returned from Padanaram, God appeared to him again and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but you will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will be Israel. So he named him Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and increase in number. A nation and a community of nations will come from you, and kings will be among your descendants. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac... I also give to you, and I will give this land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him at the place where he had talked with him. Jacob set up a stone pillar at the place where God talked with him, and he poured out a drink offering on it. He also poured oil on it. Jacob called the place where God had talked with him Bethel. Then they moved on from Bethel. While they were still some distance from Ethrath, Rachel began to give birth and had great difficulty. And as she was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, Don't despair, for you are having another son. As she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrathah, that is Bethlehem. Over her tomb, Jacob set up a pillar, And to this day, that pillar marks Rachel's tomb. Israel moved on again and pitched his tent beyond Migdal Eder. While Israel was living in that region, Reuben went in and slept with his father's concubine, Bilhah. And Israel heard of it. Jacob had 12 sons. The sons of Leah, Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun the sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, the sons of Rachel's servant, Bilhah, Dan and Naphtali, the sons of Leah's servant, Zilpah, Gad and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Padan Aram. Jacob came home to his father Isaac in Mamre near Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had stayed. Isaac lived 180 years. Then he breathed his last and was gathered to his people, old and full of years, 
and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. So, verse 1, Then God said to Jacob, Go up to Bethel and settle there, and build an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. And so Bethel, it means the house of God. Uh, This is where Jacob had wrestled with God. Jacob had had a name change already there from God uh, in chapter 32, but he's instructed to go back there. So Jacob says to his household and everybody who's with him, get rid of the foreign gods you have with you and purify yourselves and change your clothes. So getting rid of these foreign gods, there must have been an awareness that there were some idols among his family. Perhaps it's referring back to when Rachel had stolen her dad's idols in an attempt to get some monetary uh, recompense for their birthright. We don't know if that's the only foreign gods. But whatever the case, they had some foreign gods. And so he said, get rid of them. We're going to go up to Bethel and build an altar to God. And so they deal with the foreign idols and so forth. They get rid of them. In verse 8, Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak outside of Bethel. And so we have this death of Deborah. And I'm sure it was a very sad occasion. She was part of the family, and and now she was gone. And then in verse 9, it says, Jacob returned from Padanaram, and God appeared to him again and blessed him. Now, this encounter with God was significant. We don't know the form that God appeared to him, but this was a personal visitation by the Almighty. And God reaffirmed the name change that he had given Jacob in the wrestling match at Bethel previously in chapter 32. In verse 10 here in chapter 35, God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but you will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will be Israel. So he named him Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and increase in number. A nation and a community of nations will come from you, and kings will be among your descendants. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac I also give to you, and I will give this land to your descendants after you. So in essence, an affirmation of the covenant, the Abrahamic covenant, uh, the fact that it fell to Isaac. Now it's again affirmed to Jacob and the name change that he is named Israel, prince with God or soldier of God or contender with God, if you will. Very important name change. And to this day, the land is known as Israel. The descendants of Jacob are known as Israelis or Israelites. And so this name change has stuck for some 4,000 years. And the, the land and the fact that it was promised to his descendants, once again in our generation, the descendants of Jacob slash Israel are living in the land of Israel once again. In verse 16, we read, Then they moved from Bethel. While they were still some distance from Ephrathah, Rachel began to give birth and had great difficulty. Now, this is the birth of the twelfth and final son, and it's going to cost Rachel her life. She doesn't do well with the birthing process. We read, as she was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, don't despair for you're having another son. And as she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried In Bethlehem, it's interesting she was buried in Bethlehem. Now, in a bit, we're going to find that uh, Leah will also die. And eventually, Jacob is going to be buried with Leah and not with Rachel. And so Leah is going to outlive 
Rachel for many years. You may recall that Rachel was the favored wife and Leah was kind of a pitiful character, although she had a a lot of children. She um, did not have the love of her husband, or at least she wasn't first in her husband's eyes. But apparently after Rachel died, Leah became very precious to Jacob. And we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. But Jacob eventually chose to be buried with Leah, not with Rachel, which I find fascinating. In verse 22, while Israel was living in that region, Reuben, his firstborn son, went in and slept with his father's concubine, Bilhah, and Israel heard of it. Now, this is a very significant transgression. First, a lot of time has passed. Obviously, um, uh, Reuben's a grown man. When they left Laban, Reuben could have been no older than 13. So he had to be 12 or 13 years old. But now he's a grown man. And he goes in and has sexual relations with Bilhah, one of his father's concubines, and his dad heard about it. Now, there's no reprisal or no no, um, recourse from Jacob because of this sin that's recorded in chapter 35. But once again, when we get to chapter 49, we'll find that Jacob remembered this and held this as a, a very important seminal moment and defining moment for Reuben. In fact, this sleeping with his father's concubine was going to cost Reuben the blessing or the inheritance of the firstborn son. And so Reuben lost his place in the pecking order in this transaction. And it carried on down. Um, I'll follow that up later. In verse 28, we read, Isaac lived 180 years, then he breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, old and full of years. Now remember, he thought he was dying when he was 140 years old, but he lived 40 more years. And then his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. They apparently had had reconciled. Um, they mourned together. They wept together. They buried their father together. And there's no record of any further uh, danger to Jacob from Esau. Apparently that was all um, as sons of Isaac. I suppose that they made peace in part because of their respect for their father and their respect for God. And so it's a good thing. Their father died and they, they buried him and they mourned together. Now, as we're leaving this chapter, I just want to emphasize that a lot of time has gone by in the life of Jacob and, and of course, Esau. These men are 120 years old when Isaac dies. And so Jacob is getting well up in years. A lot of time has passed. Jacob is now an old man by any standards. And so from this point forward, the story is going to begin to focus as we move chapters ahead on the sons of Jacob, the 12 sons of Jacob. And so for now, let's just pray and close. Lord, I thank you for those who are listening. I pray, God, that they would look to you in all things. I ask you, Lord, to bless them and to bless me with understanding of your word. Lord, draw us closer to you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.